independent thought, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Nothing to see here. Do not worry about it. No recession. Nothing. Don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry about it. No recession. Our fearless leader last night sat down with Jake Tapper uh, for an interesting interview. I will say he was very cogent in some of his answers. Very, you know, they must have given him one of those vitamin C or whatever. My grandma used to get those things, right, back in the day. Like before it was like the she-she thing to do. And, you know, for like two days, grandma's like, she was on meth. Whoa, where's she going? And uh, so they gave him one. And, uh, you know, uh, he, uh, a big thing. What do we care about? We're, we're paying attention to, to, to the economy. It's the economy, stupid. Of course it's the economy. Because as goes the economy, so goes everybody else, including their mood. So should we prepare for a recession? Top of mind for voters. J.P. Morgan Chase, CEO, said the U.S. is likely to enter a recession in the next nine months. Bank of America says the U.S. could start losing 175,000 jobs a month. Gas prices are on the rise again. Should the American people prepare for a recession? No. Look, they've been saying this now how uh, every, every six months they say this. Every six months they look down the next six months and see what's going to happen. It hadn't happened yet. It hadn't. Be- there, there, has, there is no, there's no guarantee that there's going to be a recession. I don't think there will be a recession. If it is, it'll be a very slight recession. That is, we'll move down slightly. Small, small recession. Little one, little one. Smidge, smidge, smidge. Not going to happen if it happens at all. Maybe not a mm, little, little, little smidge. I think it's more likely than not that sometime in the next year or 18 months, uh, we will have a recession. They're likely to push the U.S. Uh, and you know, the world. I mean, Europe is already in a recession. And they're likely to put U.S. in some kind of recession six, nine months from now. Okay. Those people are idiots. Larry Summers and uh, Jamie Dimon. You guys know nothing. You know nothing of what you speak. There's no recession. The guy just said that. He, and he's got a bill to prove it. He fixed all of this. Fixer. We talk about the impact on families. The families are, they have reason to be concerned about energy prices. They have reason to be concerned about a whole range of issues. But look what we've done. We've been able to, the Inflation Reduction Act, there's more, more look, I, I know I always quoted my dad, but totally, my dad totally. used to say, what, what, is there any breathing room for a middle-class family? And the breathing room is after all the bills are paid at the end of the month, they have anything left. There's more than one way to bring down the cost, monthly cost for for people who, in fact, are struggling. And that's what we've done with the Inflation Reduction Act. No, that's not. Most economists, even left-leaning ones, are like, yeah, it really does. If it does anything, it's minuscule and it isn't immediate. It's far, far away from here. It's far away from here. Far away from ya. Far, far away. So, will there or won't there be a recession? I think most people understand that there's probably going to be something coming. Our economy's been red hot for a very long time. And like everything, it's cyclical. We're going to have a pullback. The question has never been if it's how do we land said plane. The plane is the economy. Are we going to end up like the movie Alive? We're going to talk about that tomorrow because it's 50-year anniversary tomorrow of that. But uh, where we're eating each other, which, and then we're going to, hey, we got to climb out of the Andes. Or are we going to have a bit of a, you know, of the bit of, okay, we're going to refix this and off we go. That's the big question. Could we be heading towards something? Bank of America has come out and said, all right, we're looking, we're forecasting, we're looking out ahead. 
We're looking at it. There we are. Unemployment. Because the rate's ridiculous, right? It is a weird economy. Two contracting months, which normally we go, we're in a recession. So we've had two months that have contracted. At the same time, unemployment's stupid low. Where could we be heading? It shows you we've already got 3.8 million jobs added this year. That's monster job creation the past couple of years. And let's remember, monster job creation as in, hey, you're not allowed to work. Oh, now you can go back to work. Look, I created a job. That's not really job creation. And that is in and of itself inflationary. What what Bank of America and others are saying is that number is going to slow dramatically because of the Fed's huge interest rate increases. And you're going to see the jobless rate rise, I think B of A says, to 5.5% next year. It's at 3.5% right now, which is very, very low. I think the Fed's own target for the jobless rate next year is 4.4%. So Bank of America is saying there's going to be job loss associated with all these Fed interest rate hikes. That being said, 5.5% is not awful. You go back and look at the Great Recession, uh, it was 7, 8, 9%. And let's also go into, you know, I I keep it fair with everybody. It's what I do. Give it the truth. I try to spit the truth at you, kids. Uh, Remember, we have a weird situation where the gig economy is doing its thing. Why aren't people working? Why do we have all these jobs open? How are people surviving? It's a gig economy, right? Piece by piece, inch by inch. People put stuff together. It's a very odd thing, but it's available. The Internet has created a whole new world of Wild West where you can find your own gold that uh, you can survive off of and kind of do your own thing. And nobody really knows what you're doing. And there's, you know, why is this job available? But this person, he's got a house and he's living okay or she's doing okay, but they don't really have a gig. It's a gig economy. But normally when you see unemployment, you're like, it's at seven point. Remember, like the greater says, it's at nine percent. When then like real unemployment's at 15. Because after a while, they kick you off. The old coffers say, get out of here. And then what happens? Well, you no longer count. Oh, you're still unemployed. You're unemployed AF, but you don't count anymore as a number. So I would think real unemployment's probably going to be about six and a half to seven percent. And some of that's going to be the gig economy, which is a weird thing, right? It is a weird, like the whole gig economy, because I've I've done the gig economy most of my life. I never wanted, you know, why would I want to make somebody else rich kind of thing? And you go and you learn and you do things. But I've always done stuff, you know, as well, freelanced, all those kind of things, being a voice actor, being in, you know, any of this kind of stuff. That's, that's Your life is freelance, right? I don't have a job tomorrow when it comes to voiceovers. I got to go hunt one down. So it's always been a it's been an interesting thing, but it's it's out there, right? The gig economy is is out there. And and yesterday, quietly, the Biden administration starts, you know, talking about well, what are we gonna do? So Biden and Biden's labor proposal that they've thrown out there, they've thrown it right out there. This could be a serious issue issue for the gig economy. In this gig economy, there are more classifications of workers than ever before. Consultants, contractors, contributors, casuals, freelancers, and of course, employees, full and part-time. So which one are you? And are you sure about it? The Labor Department says many companies are getting it wrong that thousands of workers who are classified as, say, contractors really should be employees based on things like the number of hours they work. That would put them in line for benefits like pay raises and health care. Yeah, so... And this quietly, nobody's talking about it, but do you know how many millions of Americans? If you're an Uber driver, this would affect you. A truck driver, this would affect you. Uh, 
freelance writers, home care workers, janitors, and go on and on and on and on on who this could affect. It would have huge consequences for workers and businesses alike. On top of that, you're going to find out that that gig economy is going to go away. And those people that were hustling and wanted some autonomy, right? Like, hey, you know what? If I don't want to work today, I don't have to work. Well, guess what? That would all change because you're going to be an employee. So your ass is going to be here when we tell you to be here. But I don't want to. I got stuff going on. Sorry, doesn't work that way now. So, and you know, labor's behind this as well. Organized labor is long held that that sort of employee, you know, the person that shows up and kind of does their own thing should should be in a position where they should be able to get benefits and be part of a union. And that's kind of what it's all about. So this will be interesting in a time where so many people gig it up. And yesterday, so my uh, one of my buddies that works here, he, he on the side, he's a hustler, if you will, as he jokes. I'm a hustler, man. And he does uh, baseball cards. Right. And it's really interesting what he does. Right. He's got a few connections. He's built it out over the last couple of years. And he goes and just buys what the hot cards are. And he flips them within a few hours. He never opens them. There could be a million-dollar card in there. He doesn't care. He just flips them. And the guy, that he goes, I, I told him yesterday, I said, he goes, oh, yeah. He goes, I got to come up and talk to you in a minute. I said, but I got to go downstairs because I got a deal. Joking around, you know, it's baseball cards. And I go, well, do you want me to watch from the window just in case the guy beats, beats you up or something? He goes, if this guy beats me up because he's known him for a while, uh, he goes, uh, uh, you can shame me all you want. And it was this little guy that pulled up. He goes, same thing. That guy's a hustler. He does these things like these, these baseball and football and all these cards. And that's his gig, right? He makes four or five grand a month and he gets to kind of do stuff. He works sometimes 10 hours a week. It works for him. Those are going to be tougher to do than Uber and stuff like that. But it shows you the economy and the weirdness of where the economy is. And I think maybe we're undercounting some of the fact that while there are a lot of jobs out there, a lot of people still working just in weird ways. Oh, yeah, I never thought of that. I have a couple friends who do voiceovers full time, and the vast majority of their voiceovers are small jobs from overseas, and they're making seventy to one hundred thousand dollars a year. It's weird, right? Like they don't have any other gig, you know. And they, but they piecemeal it together. It's there's a lot of things I think we discount, but when it comes to the economy, it's the number one thing. Period. Case closed. Are we going to a recession? I don't. I said yesterday. I think it's going to be a three or four. Worst case scenario, five. I don't think we're going for it when I see, oh, my God, we're going to be in a Great Depression. It's cannibalism. It's not happening. It's not. But it's going to be interesting, for sure. A lot of other stuff to get to today. More on Biden. He's actually said some very interesting stuff about Ukraine, which, quite frankly, I thought it was one of the most cogent, most thought, thought out, well-put statement about the pooter that I've heard anybody say in this entire thing. And I don't know if he thought of it himself or if somebody gave him the idea. Plus, it's Wednesday. We're going to get a little woke. We got some crazy wokeness. What's the old saying? If you go woke, you go broke. California, you might go broke because of one little thing that you decided to do in your wokeness. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Go to Rough Greens right now. Get yourself a free bag. Oh, Rough Greens. Got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369, all this amazing stuff. 
And what do you do with it? Well, you sprinkle it on top of your dog's food. Right? It's called canine Vitasmart. If your dog struggles with, you know, a little lethargic, nah, he's too really tired. Uh, maybe their joints, you know, hurt, you know, aches and pains, just getting a little bit longer in the tooth. Or maybe you're, you know, you just want to start your dogs off on something good. This will bring all your dog's nutrients inside of their food to life, essentially. Because it's shelf-stable. meant It's supposed to live on a shelf for a long time. It's not supposed to be fresh. This will change that. It's incredible. It's called Canine Vitasmart, and Dr. Dennis Black wants to send you a bag for free. Go to ruffgreens.com slash chad, ruffgreens.com slash chad. Get a free bag now. You cover the cost of shipping. It's a couple bucks. The bag's yours for free. Put them to the test. Ruffgreens.com slash chad. We hit the meteor. Did it work? Chad Benson Show. No need to socially distance while listening to your Chad Benson Show podcast. Four out of five experts say so. I'm a scientist. There is no corona. But hurry before they change their mind. You know they will. Chad's podcast found on iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, and wherever you find your favorite COVID-free podcasts. Oh my gosh. (gasps) I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie. This is the Chad Benson Show. When you can't trust your city leaders to be decent human beings then they have to go yeah it's a reverend yesterday talking at the la city council as more (laughs) fallout comes from this so i said yesterday hey white people you guys we we, got to pass on this one this is brown versus black now and you had the you know nuri martinez who was the head of the la city council who in a meeting with the other council members who are, you know, Latino meeting with labor board people, the head of the the labor uh, unions out there uh, was also Latino talking about how they were going to, you know, uh, gerrymander slash, you know, go and oh, we're going to redistrict. But the way they were redistricting, because they've asked him to step down now, the guy that was the labor leader. And it's it's funny because he got caught. Right. So first it starts out with racial stuff from her about. Mike Bonin, who is the who's also a council member and his kid, he's he's gay. Uh, him and his 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 husband or partner have a uh, they, they've adopted a black child and they went off on him and, and all that stuff. And then there was other racist things about Hispanic people. They were saying Latin people. And then they talked about, oh, yeah, by the way, we're also going to redistrict it. So it helps the Latino community and hurts the black community. But that was. People got past that. They just, they weren't even, they were still focused on, you called that little black boy a monkey. Yeah. They have deceived us. No mas. No mas. No mas. No mas. No mas. Yeah. There were people that, that were angry, and I thought, this is going to, this is going to devolve into something horrific here. Protesters rally in front of Nuri Martinez's home demanding her resignation after the council president was recorded calling Councilman Mike Bonin's young son a racial slur in Spanish, then making other derogatory remarks about the boy who is black. Yeah, you can't do that. And know this, you're always being recorded. And we have been trusting you and you've been breaking our trust and we cannot keep having this happen. At one point, Cedillo and DeLeon took their seats in the council chamber, but the public in attendance would not come to order. 
bringing the council chamber under control, an emotional speech from council member Mike Bonin, whose family has found themselves at the center of this scandal, but not because they did anything, rather because of the racist remarks said about their young black son. On these tapes, I have heard the worst of what Los Angeles is. Yeah. By the way, Mike Bonin is a horrible council member himself, but uh, that did not give uh, Nuri the right to do this. And uh, they got to go and they did. And you're talking about one Bill Gill, we used to call him because he got, you know, he got to the point where his bill passed. And now all of Californians can have their uh, uh, regardless of your stat, you know, status, you get a license. And, you know, uh, Kevin DeLeon, who's just a just there. They were they weren't good anyways. And they were just uber, you know, greedy and in it for themselves and awful at their gig. But they got caught. It's funny, right? Like put a D by your name. You can say anything you want. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. Hmm. We'll talk about the uh, the asteroid coming up. A little computer issue. A glitch. Happens sometimes. Plus, uh, Woke Wednesday and a very interesting thing that, yes, I'll say it. President Biden said about Putin that I thought, you know, that's one of the best things I've heard said about him and this entire situation. 323-538-2423. It's Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Less than a month away from, uh, well, it's a month away from today. We'll be arguing. People will be going, hey, uh, you uh, stole the election. And the other person will be like, no, I didn't. They'll be like, yeah, you stole the election. Like, no, they did Voter suppression. That's what's going to happen because that's what happens, right? That's what goes on now. It's like nobody loses voter suppression. So the biggest stories we have is obviously economy. Abortion isn't what the, the Democrats thought it was going to be. It's a great money raiser, right? Whether you're for it or against it. Did you see that Herschel Walker? Like, only in America. Herschel Walker. The day that it comes out that, hey, maybe he paid for an abortion and all these kind of things. It's like his biggest fundraising day. <laughs> like, the last week's been huge. It's been huge. It's frustrating as hell. Who are we? How did we get here? It is a clown show at times. I'm not going to lie to you. It is a clown show. But the biggest story in the world is still what's going on in Ukraine. Uh, bombings, horrific things, you know, stuff like that. The strikes coming one day after Vladimir Putin personally ordered one of the broadest bombardments since the start of the war, killing at least 19 people, injuring over 100 more. In retaliation for the weekend bombing of the only bridge linking Russia to territory it occupies in Crimea. Today, Kyiv getting back on its feet just 24 hours after a missile hit this playground. The children are back, running and playing. Back, running and playing. Yeah, and they have to use dumb bombs now because the smart ones, they used them all up, so all they got left is us. It's, uh, it's ugly. But Biden last night sat down with Jake Tapper, right? And by the way, Tapper has done arguably, and CNN has done the best reporting on the war it's it's been awesome 
But he asked him about Nuke, right? Because while we have other things going on, right? Like I get home at night, I hang out with my kids. They don't really care about what's going on. Actually, that's all. I have a soon-to-be 12-year-old stepdaughter, Lily. Her and I are very close. She's my she's uber conservative and uh, very much, uh, she's not very woke, uh, but she's very much into the world, right? She, she, she's very into the world. And she, she sees this stuff, and she'll ask me stuff about it because she hears nuclear war. She's not quite sure. She didn't live through the Cold War because she's 11. The other side of things, you know, my, my four-year-old daughter, I got home last night, right? She's got a shirt on, little, little, little too small for her, right? Like, it was, it was good at three. She's four now, right? She's it's up around, just, just below her belly button. You can see a little bit of her belly, right? She's got her pants. She's got, like, these, these pants on, these, like, stretch pants, but they're shorts, and they're kind of twisted a little bit. She's got cowboy boots on that don't match. They're on the wrong feet. Her hair's a mess, but she's running at life with full vigor. And I'm like, man, that is confidence. Now, if she's doing that at 30, we're like, she's special. But they asked the pooter. They asked about the pooter last night in nuclear war. They don't, the kids don't care, right? Your, your life, you, you, you don't think much about it. You hear it, it's peripheral. Oh, what's going on? But when you hear the word nuke, you're like, what? Because that changes everything, right? If there's a tactical nuke that goes off, on, off today, something happens, there will be nothing else on the news. Kanye could do anything he wants. No one would care. Herschel Walker could come out and say, I abort babies every day. No one would care because the world would change like that. Period. What is the red line for the United States and NATO? And have you directed the Pentagon and other agencies to game out what a response would be if he did use a tactical nuclear weapon or if he bombed the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant in Ukraine or anything along those lines? There's been discussions on that, but I'm not going to get into that. It would be irresponsible for me to talk about what we would or wouldn't do. Have you asked the Pentagon to, to game it out, though? I mean, just in case? The, the Pentagon didn't have to be asked. So the Pentagon didn't have to be asked. Meaning, look, we got a plan. It's none of your business. Now, normally he would come out and say, we're going to fight full vigor. We're going to throw everything in the might of the United States and, and NATO behind it. You know, because, you know, like Taiwan, right? Like, would you defend Taiwan? So oh, absolutely I would. Be the first one on the beach to protect them. Like, that's not wait, what? So, again, rational yesterday. But this is where I would say very cogent about the Pooter. Do you think Putin is a rational actor? I think he is a rational actor who's miscalculated significantly. You may, you may recall I pointed out that they were going to invade Ukraine. He talked about uh, the whole idea of to be the leader of Russia that united all the Russian speakers. I mean, it just, I, I just think it's irrational. So if, if he's not rational and... No, he, I didn't say he's not rational. You said the speech is what I think right. I think the speech, is okay. his, his objectives were not... I think he thought, Jake, I think he thought he's going to be welcome with open arms. And you know what? That to me has been the most well thought out thing. I think he did. And part of that is because he was probably being told by his people because nobody wants to go in there. And go, hey, 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 Vlad. Yeah, they think you're a Richard and they don't want any part of this. They think you're awful and horrible. and They don't want any part of this. They think all of these things, they, they're they not worried about the Western culture and all this kind of stuff. Uh, they're, they're, they're none of these things. They don't think any of this stuff. They're not going to welcome you with open arms. You're, you're fooling yourself, kid. Nobody wants to do that. They're like, yeah, they can't wait for you to get there. They're like, whoo. We would send him a, you know, we'd send him a telegram or, you know, maybe an invitation, but we just, we, we've lost track of time. Sorry, but he's totally invited. No. His former foreign minister said the other day, this guy's not, uh, he's not, 
He didn't want to die, right? Life's good, right? He's got good suits, right? Drinks, you know, good stuff. He's got ladies everywhere. He's got his dutch. He's got all the money you could think of. Guy's got some coins, living life large. He was thinking this was legacy, right? This was legacy to him. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. It is also funny. The foreign minister said, you want to know where all the military stuff is? Uh, go to Miami and look at all those beautiful homes that are owned by oligarchs and a bunch of other people. Go to New York City and several other places. You'll find out where that stuff is. You're like, oh, yeah, I could see that. But I thought that was very well thought out. Do I think he's crazy? I think the desperation will come at Crimea because that's the can he stay scenario I think that the people would be looking at. Because if he loses Crimea, his legacy is going to be much different. Much different. So that's where the desperation, I fear, could come in where he could do something ridiculous. I don't think we're there yet. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Is your Twitter tweet at us, text the program. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends of all ages, every Wednesday we get to this point and we think to ourselves, man, it's Wednesday. That must mean it's time to get woke. It's that time of the week where we break it down for you and get you woke. It's all right. I feel that way, too. It's all right. Let it out. Like, can we actually agree that women get pregnant and not men? How dare you? White women raise the white boys who grow up to be little, misogynistic, patriarchal tyrants. I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I'm a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue It's time for Woke Wednesday. Woke Wednesday, kids. We get woke every Wednesday at this time, and we like to tell you about things that are insane. People ask me all the time, in particular, my uh, on-air partner for my local show. He asks me all the time about uh, wokeness, right? He's like, you know, he doesn't know. Wokeness is stupid and blah, 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 blah. And I told him a couple years ago, because he's like, I just don't get it. It's stupid. It doesn't affect me. And I don't think any of our listeners locally care about that. He still says that to me a lot. And then I said, hey, how was your, uh, 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 you know, your confirmation bias meeting today? Stupid. How was that other thing that you had to do today? It was dumb. How was that meeting about that? It was stupid. I'm like, you're right. Wokeness is not coming into our world. We've been saying it for a long time. Wokeness is here. It's not going anywhere because we've allowed it to permeate in places, uh, institution of higher learning, now through schools. It is getting out there and it's bleeding through. It used to be disguised as politically correct. You can't say that. That's not politically correct. You're going to hurt somebody's feelings. Well, kids, that's foolish. That's stupid. That's ridiculous. You and I both know it's here. It's not going anywhere. Case in point. Terrifying to say the least. This is the University of Minnesota, you know, for sure. That's is the class of 2026, eh? And these people are going to be doctors. What are they doing? Hmm. Let's take a listen. They're, a, they're saying a pledge. This is a pledge. Oh, it's the Hippocratic Oath? No, it's a pledge about something else. We, the students of the University of Minnesota Twin Cities Medical School Class of 2026, our institution is located on Dakota land. We commit to uprooting the legacy and perpetuation of structural violence deeply embedded within the healthcare system. 
We recognize inequities built by past and present traumas rooted in white supremacy, colonialism, the gender binary, ableism, and all forms of oppression. Oh, my God. Not do no harm, none of those kind of things. Well, you do that when you become a doctor. These people are on the way. The doc- It's just starting, kids. This is a pledge you have to make. You know what this is called, where I normally come from? A cult. This is a cult of insanity. We commit to promoting a culture of anti-racism. We pledge to honor all indigenous ways of healing that have been historically marginalized by Western medicine. We commit to collaborating with social, political, and additional systems to advance health equity. We recognize the importance of being in community with and advocating for those we serve. You know, I was going to give you a CAT scan. But instead, I have brought in somebody who's going to heal you, and he brought a woodpecker. You're like, but Doc, I think I got cancer. Don't worry. This is a woodpecker. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not saying that other medicines aren't great, and we don't look at other places. But this is a cult. And if you don't realize this, this is coming not to a town near you, to everyday life near you. Not just where like was passing by kind of stuff. This is insanity. It is. And listening to that, those are that that's a cult. If I was at work today and they told me we all had to go in the room and raise our hand and recite something about equity, inclusion, and blah, 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 I'd be like, kiss my ass. There's your equity and inclusion, regardless of color. It, it, it's nuts. It really is. And they buy into it, right? Eric Weinstein, a couple of years ago, you know, he was talking about, and we had him on the show. He goes, they're, they're, they, they want to cancel STEM. And colleges that are STEM-based are a hashtag cancel STEM. It's a cult. Oh, we got plenty of it today, guys. I'm fired up. It's Woke Wednesday. You know how you do. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Uh, we'll do some more of that. A lot of other stuff to get to. Plus, what are we getting rid of as things become more expensive and our belts are starting to tighten? What are we doing? How are we doing that? What are we getting rid of? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Twitter. My pillow has the Percale bed sheets right now on sale. Very cheap. Normally 90 bucks yours, $40. 250 thread count. Cool, breathable, super comfy to sleep on. King and queen size and uh, just just great. Just amazing. But they're normally 90 bucks. And if you've ever had, you know, if you've ever gone and you bought sheets and they say, these are like 60 thread count, but they're only $4. And you get I'm like, I'm sleeping on, you know, like uh, a bed of nails. <laughs> yeah, not with this. It is so amazing. They're so breathable and cool and smooth. It's awesome. They got deep discounts on all of the things right now. The MyPillow, yes. The mattress topper, my favorite. Uh, towels, you name it. But $40, normally 90 bucks for these right here, Percale bed sheets. Get them and everything else by going to MyPillow.com slash Benson. MyPillow.com slash Benson. MyPillow.com slash Benson. Chad Benson Show. Helen Keller is a Nazi terrorist that is a male. Is that what you're telling me right now? Yeah. Are you thinking of Hitler? Who's Hitler? 
vaccines work, but only the Chad Benson Show is 100% effective against stupidity. Do you know what D-Day is? D-Day. In person, a rapper? God, Karen, you are so stupid. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and wherever you find your favorite woke-free podcasts. This is the Chad Benson Show. Uh, Breaking news, Elon Musk is now a perfume person, right? Is he going to do one of those weird commercials where he's like Johnny Depp, where you're driving in a black car in the middle of the desert, and you go stand by a cactus, and you're like, dunno, and then a gecko runs by you? Dunno, blah, blah, blah. This one's not that. Elon Musk, new scent. Burnt hair. It's a stupid scent. He sold 10,000 bottles and has already earned a million dollars in just a few hours. What? (laughs) With a name like mine, you got to get into the fragrance business. Wouldn't it be cool? It's called Musk by Musk. Uh, So uh, he decides now, apparently on Twitter, he is uh, describing himself as a perfume salesman. (laughs) So, uh, The Essence of Repugnant Desire is the website's description. His latest offering It's $100 a bottle. Said to start shipping in the first quarter of 2023. There's probably not even any made. So, uh, let's just talk about some of the stuff he's done. Take away some of the wackiness, like the Tesla and all this. But let's just see some of the quirky stuff. So, he's got his own brand of tequila. He's got short shorts that he's done. His boring company, which is real, uh, that's valued at $5.7 billion. Remember the flamethrowers? 500 bucks a piece? <laughs> and uh, his boring company hats. Remember those? Yeah, he sold 50,000 of those. And he owns Twitter. And now he's a perfume salesman. It is, uh, that's what influence is, kids, right there. You want to know what influence is? That's influence. When you can do anything you want, and somebody will buy it. You're going to have some good ideas and bad ideas, but that's influence. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. I was talking uh, uh, to the guys off the air. Hastings University, it's a UC law school in Southern California, I mean, Northern California. They uh, are, uh, you know, California is super woke. I don't know if you guys were this. Pretty woke place. So uh, in, in they wanted to, quote unquote, you know, they start there was an op ed piece in like 2017 where like uh, Mr. Hastings uh, started the school with his money, by the way, all of it, one hundred thousand dollars in gold back in the 1800s. Apparently, they said he took part in a massacre of some 200 plus Native Americans and indigenous people, men, women and children. Uh, it was very flimsy as far as like any real evidence and stuff, but it's easy to do because he's dead and stuff. So they said, hey, we're going to get rid of his name because it's the right thing to do. And indigenous people, blah, blah, blah. So they go and do it. And that's what they're trying to do. They're efforting to do it because they've got the you know new laws out there. Oh, geez. So in doing so, there were stipulations, right? Because he was a lawyer. And by the way, he was very woke in his day. He was the first dean of the school. Guy was a big mover and shaker. And $100,000 in gold. That went a long way. Built the entire school. He said, hey, guys, uh, that's fine. But uh, somebody in my family, an heir and or somebody we've appointed from the estate must always be on the board. Okay. And if you remove my name, you owe me this money plus 7% interest. The heirs are suing the school to hold them, you know, hey, your feet to the fire. The cost, if they were to win... 
$1.7 billion. If you go woke, there's a chance you could go broke. By the way, some of the people bringing the lawsuits against the school are former alums. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Ah, kids, we're here. Less than a month away from the election, the midterms. What will happen? What won't happen? What's the number one thing that the Republicans have to do to continue to get their momentum and pick up speed and move forward, etc., etc.? It's focus on the things you need to focus on. Uh, our boss around here is a big saying. Uh, and again, I work for myself, but I also have a weird situation where I work locally uh, with a company and uh, do a local show. And uh, uh, the guy who runs everything has a great guy, great guy. Like, dude, is just he's got, full of ideas. A lot of but he always says major in the major, right? Major in the major. What do you major? Major in the major. What's the major thing? Everybody. Thinks about simple. It's, it's the economy, stupid. It's the economy. Who's got the lead? When it comes to that, when you're looking at Democrats and Republicans. When you look at our most recent NBC poll here and you ask folks, what is the single most important issue that's going to drive your vote in this year's midterm elections? A combined 34 percent cite either jobs in the economy or inflation. And you combine those two, that's the biggest single number you're going to get. And on that question, the Republicans have a nearly 30 point advantage over the Democrats. Stick to said economy, period. Case closed. End of story. Stick to the things that matter. You got 100 people in the room, men, women, little older, little younger. It's a wide swath of diversity and inclusion. Yeah, all of those things. What are they all participating in? The economy. Oh, somebody over here may be worried about choice, but they don't have any responsibility. I would expect nothing less. They're worried about climate change a little bit here. But the economy, stupid, they're all participating in it. So funny. Who was it yesterday? It was uh, it was one of the one of the gagglers from the, the view. And, and I, I interpret it and she's like, well, more people are in, you know, it's abortion is a bigger deal than 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 uh, than the economy and inflation. I'm like, are you nuts? Where do you live that that's true? That's somebody who doesn't get it. It's 8% in our most recent poll who cite abortion as the number one issue in their midterm vote. Democrats have a comparable advantage uh, within that 8% over Democrats, but 34 versus 8. That's economy and inflation. That's where abortion is. Yeah, 34 versus 8. And yes, the, the, the Democrats are way better at giving abortions than the Republicans are. Stick to the things that matter, and you're going to do all right. Stick to the things that matter. And it's going to be good. Right. Where do you stick to things? Immigration. That's a huge thing. Luckily, luckily for us, 
the vice president. She has been, you know, uh, amazing. She's she's incredible. First of all, always on point, right? When she's done, you're like, nailed it. Nailed it. Secondly, our border has never been so secure. Period. Case closed. End of story. Let's hear some stuff about immigration from our leader. And they are coming here seeking refuge. Talk about political theater. I mean, playing games with people's lives, with their lives. You know, there were mothers with sleeping babies getting off those buses. And I just think it's an absolute dereliction of duty. If you see a problem and if we agree that, that we need to address it, then if you're a leader, participate in a solution, right? Yeah, but your solution is do nothing. Your solution is allow anybody to do whatever they want, whenever they want, however they want. That's not leading. That's stupidity. That's insanity. That's asinine. Can we all agree this isn't working? Okay, hold on. I'm sorry. 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 That was my bad. I shouldn't have said that. I see now there's another cut here. She's got a solution. When we first came in office, the first bill that we proposed was for a pathway for citizenship, was to fix a broken immigration system, which was broken under the previous administration. Ah. Participate in the solution, because we are offering solutions. No, you're offering your way or the highway. You're telling everybody you came here illegally. Here, here's your reward. Amnesty, here's your reward. You get to come here free. Here's your reward. All of the stuff, it's yours. That's not a solution. That's somebody who jobbed the system, and you, of course, have to, like, everything, right? So, you know, oh, it's a single mother with with her kids, and it's just. So, okay, so let's do that. Let's back it out, and we'll just say, okay, everybody who's here who's male, you have to leave. And only single moms with their kids, you get to stay. Well, that's not very nice. Your solution is open borders, and maybe we'll fix it later, but if there's any way we can give you amnesty. That is the dumbest thing. And she says a lot of dumb things. We know that. We understand that. So you're, I want to I hear that again. I want you to just soak this up. This is our czar at the border. When we first came in office, the first bill that we proposed was for a pathway for citizenship, was to fix a broken immigration system, which was broken under the previous administration. Participate in the solution because we are offering solutions. That is not a solution. And the last guy was here for four years. He tried to get something done and it didn't get done. And the solution he had was, hey, you got to wait in Mexico if you're coming here for amnesty. It is time for us to do what we have been doing. And that time is every day. Yeah, yeah. And that is nothing. Waste of time. By the way, immigration's ahead of, dare I say it, abortion? Oh, Who's coming here? That's another good question. I'm just trying to process what I just heard from the vice president, that if you see a problem, well, let me show you a problem. We just had 200-plus migrants cross here in the Eagle Pass area. We're in Maverick County. They're from all over the world. In fact, uh, I just met a few of these migrants here. Excuse me, sir. Uh, Where are you from? Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. How long have you been traveling? For 45 days. How did you come? Did you go through the jungle? Board, jungle. We went through everything. Why are you here? We want to live here. 
we love we like us okay guy came 45 days that's a hell of a that's a hell of a thing i'm not discounting it Fantastic. Loves U.S. Probably probably appreciates more than the left wokeness what USA is all about. That being said, you did all of these things and you came here and really? I mean, honestly? Just amnesty? If you gave blanket amnesty to everybody today, what do you think would happen at the border? Somebody tell me. Give me a give me an argument where you're like, well, that would just we would the border would stop right now border would stop just uh you know just stop we would we would nobody would ever get it lies it would be a dinner bell if you will it would be a uh, here's a perfect my lizards right i'll use my lizard my lizard brain uh they know what sounds are coming what smells are coming when it's food time when I go in there and work around them and they know, okay, he didn't got anything in his hands, you know, there's no stick or any of the stuff that he, you know, he has normally when he's trying to train us or do stuff. But they know when they see the stick and everything when you're trying to like, you know, uh, because you can train them. It doesn't take very long uh, to understand the difference between food and this, that, and the other. They know exactly essentially when the dinner bell's ringing and they come a running. You don't think that would happen? Oh, sweet mother of goodness it would. It'd be like an avalanche. More from the people that are coming here. Who are you? The overwhelming numbers. We get this every single day. It's like clockwork. It's like having your Amazon package delivered, but it's 200 plus in this group, maybe closer to 250. But they line them up by different countries. They don't dare us. Nicaragua. They don't dare us. Cuba, they don't dare us? Cubana. Cubana. So different countries here, Venezuela, Nicaragua. And uh, do you have any message for President Biden? We, we thank him for accepting us for living here. <laughs> well, well, wait, what? You, you thank him for that? You, you, you thank him for that? Why would you thank him for that? Let's get back in the Wayback Machine, go to that uh, second debate. Between Trump and him. Within 100 days, I'm going to send to the United States Congress a pathway to citizenship for over 11 million undocumented people. There you go, kids. There you go. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Over the past weekend, there was more than 13,000 migrants uh, that were encountered across the entire southwest border. And they came from over 41 countries to include Somalia, Syria, Uzbekistan, Thailand, Vietnam, China, Russia. And in this sector, on Saturday, we had four Iranians. Maverick County and Eagle Pass is a population of 30,000 at most. And they're getting 10,000 a week in this area. What's your name? Kamasama? And why are you here? I am from Cuba. From Cuba, why did you come? Para mejorar nuestras condiciones de vida. They're coming because they want a better life. There you go. Hey, go to your neighbor's house who has a better house. Just wander on in and just uh, hang out there. Tell them you just want a better life. Your house sucks. <laughs> your house is way better. You got a jacuzzi. I'm staying. See how that goes. Well, it's different, Chad. I'm just saying. She's offering blanket amnesty as the solution. As if that wouldn't bring other problems. Really? Oh, there's solutions out there. Nobody wants to play the game and actually get serious because they're worried about losing their jobs. But if blanket amnesty is your solution, nah, 
I'm going to give a hard pass on that. But thanks. Thanks for coming. Please. I mean, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming. What are you doing today? It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Well, that's time for you to leave now. Fantastic. Lear Capital, kids. Uh, markets, crazy. Inflation, crazy. You don't know what to do. You look around like, what do I do? Uh, check out Lear Capital. L-E-A-R-C-H-A-D. Go to learchad.com. Check out what they have to offer. Precious metals, gold, silver, uh, coins. It's time to take a look at diversifying. Not a lot, but a little, which will go a long way in hedging yourself in, in inflationary situations. And just in case things get a little sideways, you never know. 25 years experience, an amazing trust pilot rating, and they want to educate you in the things that they do. One of the cool things they do is they give you an opportunity to take a look at your trade. So you make a trade. You get the invoice, you look at it, you're like, I don't like this. They'll back it out, no cost to you. They want you to feel comfortable. Let me tell you what didn't happen when I was in the business. That. That's what separates them. They want to educate you. They're going to give you a free 50-cent silver dollar with a silver half dollar of Kennedy's head right there. Check it out. What do you got to lose? A little education never went, never hurt. And the chances of you learning how to take some of this and do some stuff with it where you can protect yourself, yeah, that's a win. L-E-A-R-Chad.com. Learchad.com. Learchad.com. What's trending? Straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. Welcome to Chad. Chad. No, not the country. The institution. The Chad Benson Show. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Ignition. Liftoff. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Yeah, what does that mean? I mean something, right? Like it's trending on the old internet. What's trending? Let's find out what's trending on the webs of Enter right now, kids. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this ride throughout the internet. Uh, start with Twitter. Uh, National Farmers Day is trending. Congratulations if you're a farmer. Uh, politics. John Fetterman. We're going to touch on him in a little bit. Uh, first of all, just, again, horrible candidate, do-nothing, progressive, leech. It's a good way to describe him. And he had a stroke. Yes, I get that. Which is also an issue. And you don't want to bring it up. It was like, ah, it's, it's not fair that you bring it. It's fair if you can't do the job based on it. Right? That's fair. Oh, yeah. Georgia, also trending, of course, with Herschel Walker and... and uh, the craziness there. Stacey Abrams trending. I don't get, I got to be honest. I don't, I've never gotten Stacey Abrams. I don't get her. You know, what have you done? You were in, you, you were, you were a state, you were in the house of representatives at the state level for like three or four years outside of that. They're like, she's a rising superstar. Says who? Says us because she fits all the boxes. We want to check. Ooh. Uh, my We're just talking about immigration. He's trending. National Coming Out Day, also trending. Walk to School Day, except for the fact that we don't let kids walk to school anymore. Trending as well. Head over to Google. Uh, number one trending thing yesterday, Angela Lansbury passed away at the age of 96. Of course, Murder, She Wrote. And many other things. Was she the teacup? Is that what she was? In the... In the was it the... Beauty and the Beast? I think she was the teacup. Astros. Trending yesterday. And uh, uh, for reasons... Like baseball. Now, you guys know I don't really watch a lot of uh, baseball, but I do watch it during the postseason because I always find it interesting. Yesterday, Astros were down 
seven to three, clawed back in the game. It's game one of the ALDS, right? Still weird to think the Astros in the, in the American League, the ALDS, and they've clawed back into it. Bottom of the ninth, the 0-1, and Alvarez belts it deep to right field. Houston goodbye. Unbelievable. The Astros a walk off win. Yoran Alvarez a walk off three run homer. And the Astros stunned the Mariners in game one of the division series. And I told the guys around here, uh, you could look in the eyes of the Mariners, series is over. It's best of five, but the series is over. And I go back to 88, Kirk Gibson hitting that home run against Eckersley. You could look in the eyes of the team, the series was over. It's done. That's my opinion, but I can look at people's eyes and have a sense. Dodgers won last night as well. Tulsi Gabbard, uh, former presidential candidate on the uh, left side of the aisle, but she's not very left. And uh, she has since uh, left the left, uh, making it official that uh, she's out. She's done. She didn't want any part of this wackiness. We'll talk a little bit more about this. Part of it being wokeness is, is, is a huge part of why she's leaving. And uh, for good reason. Herschel Walker training as well as the L.A. City Council. And the NHL started yesterday. And love me some hockey, baby. Love me some hockey. Woo! I'm excited. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Plus, one of the other things that was trending was Eric Kay. He is the former communications director with the California Angels of Los Angeles in Anaheim, California, in Orange County, or whatever the name is. He was the one who supplied the drugs to... Their up-and-coming superstar pitcher, Skaggs, Tyler Skaggs, who is 22, who died. And he was sentenced yesterday 22 years in jail. Damn. Yeah, right? 323-538-2423. Chad Benson Show. Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. We're going to get woke in a little bit, so be prepared to be prepared. Breaking news. FDA authorizes COVID-19 boosters for children's ages 5 to 11. Is anybody paying attention to that at all? Well, you should because there's another wave coming. Yeah, I think people have kind of, that ship has sailed, guys. Uh, that ship is gone. Bye. Woo! Goodbye. Goodbye. Not that you don't pay attention to it, right? If there's a giant, huge... Uh, you wave and you're worried about it, don't be an idiot. Go get yourself something. You know, if, you're, if, you're, if you're compromised, right, you're 480 pounds, you sweat putting your shoes on in the cold, you have lots of issues medically, get a flu shot too. That's it. But you could explode. You could turn into a magnet or whatever. All, all the weird stuff we heard. No, it's just, ah, good God, how the hell do we get here? How the hell do we get here? 
How the hell did we get to this point in life? Well, I'll tell you why, because uh, people are insane. And we've allowed way too many people who are cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs to dominate conversations that they shouldn't even be involved with. Case in point, the ever-encroaching wokeness that is coming out. This support group is for people who are so woke that they are finding it impossible to have any fun at all. It's that time of the week where we break it down for you and get you woke. Okay, everyone, welcome. Are you ready? Well, I try, but I find it deeply problematic. Now, I've actually always wanted to try a cheeky little taste of acting better than someone due to something arbitrary. You can try the patronizing special. I think you find it's pronounced patronizing. It's time for Woke Wednesday. Ah, wokeness everywhere. It is it's permeating. It's just into us. And I keep telling everybody, pay attention to what is going on. Pay attention out there because it is getting into everything. People don't understand that. They don't. They do not understand that. It's very interesting what's happening, especially with the trans thing. Because you can't bring that up. Oh, my God, you're horrible and evil. He's like, no, 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 no. We're having a conversation here about stuff. We're having a conversation about stuff. And I've said, as Ab- Abigail Schreier, right? You know, we've had her on the phone. We're going we're gonna to get her back on sooner rather than later. She wrote that book about, you know, I mean, here's a woman who is, and she told us on numerous occasions that she didn't want to write this book about, you know, trans and, 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 and any of these things. She, she wanted no part of it because she knew that it was going to be something. But it's called, you know, irreversible damage. And I said, in the coming years, we're going to find People are going to be upset. They're going to be upset because they made a decision based on peer pressure, the 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 fact that they were having other issues mentally uh, at a time when they maybe would have been a cutter or, you know, some of the other things that kids go through. Uh, They made a knee jerk reaction and then they were cheered on by people. And what's going to happen is because of their gender affirming care, that if you take it away from children, you know, all this stuff's going to happen because of all of these things that you have to cheer it on, you have to do it. Doctors are put in a position in many places where they're looking up and going, I'm damned if I do, I'm damned if I don't. If I don't think this should happen, I'm in trouble. If I do it, they're going to come get me later. And we're seeing more and more people going, yeah, you know what? I shouldn't have done this. Now, once you had that feeling of, oh my goodness, like I may have made a mistake, like what were the thoughts rushing through your head at that time? It was a really dark place, and I, the one thought was, it's too late to go back, and I was so sure, like, I was sure for years, I was sure after top surgery, and I think in a total I was on testosterone for, like, five years, and top surgery, like, four years after, I was happy. Yeah, happy, thinking, okay, we're, 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 we're doing the thing I'm doing something. This is, you know, again, uh, we're doing all this stuff, right? Like this is it. Remember so many people have issues and they're not being addressed about everything. Cause at the end of the day, if you think it's like, whether you lose weight or any of these things, if you think that if magically all these things happen, that if any other issue goes away, that's not true. It's not, it's not. So, Here's somebody who's like, man, I, I might have made a decision. And by the way, this isn't a decision like I got a tattoo and I didn't like it. I'm going to have it removed. No, 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 no. And then all of a sudden, these thoughts just started coming and I didn't know what to do. And I started taking my time to look up 
the detransition process and I was surprised that there is no help or there was no help for my community. You know, you have this community with open loving arms like, you know, we'll accept you but then well in this in my case and detrans case, a lot of people will be like, Oh, well then you were just a trans trender or push me away. What a trans trender, yeah. Because you're going against the activism. I'm not debating there are people out there who really feel that way and they're going to make a transition and they're going to be happy with it. But the explosion in particular of young girls and the number of them that are transitioning is statistically, it's like, no, no. And the hurriedness to get it done, right? You Vanderbilt had trans buddies. You see the cartoon where like they're going to bring you in and they're going to cheer you on. And do it. It's like it's it is a person who is struggling in many other areas who is being brainwashed and pushed into something that when you talk to people who are older who are trans, this was years and years and years in the making. Years and years and years in the making. Psychological evaluations, all of those things. Now it's just like, it's a conveyor belt. Vanderbilt just suspended their, uh, you know, because once again, people pointed out, hey, this lady who's running everything, says uh, they're doing all this stuff for money and all of these things. So right now they've paused their gender-affirming surgery on patients under 18 to look at certain things. Europe, have you seen what Europe's doing? Britain and a bunch of other places, all the woke Scandinavian countries, they're like, yeah, we're not doing this. This is a mental health problem at times, and we're rushing kids through this because of wokeness. Because of what? Now you got somebody who's like, I think I made a mistake, but that person would never... They'll come after you if you feel like if you're going against the group. So that's like in a way I that lost. love and acceptance disappears as soon as you don't want to be a part of that transition. Exactly. Yeah. You're not a part of it. You're not a part of it anymore. You're not a part of the group because now you're like, I made a mistake. This is a mistake. And you may point out all the things that were like, I was pushed into this way. I was pushed over here, et cetera, et cetera. They don't want any part of that. Makes them uncomfortable. Ooh, yeah. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from you. It is Wednesday. We get woke on Wednesdays. You know it. I know it. We all know it. Speaking of schools and wackiness, this is a uh, book ban scenario in Michigan, Dearborn, uh, Michigan. Parents are unhappy. Our kids are more important. And I'm the one that's going to send a message to everybody. We are not going to tolerate this. That the consensus from many in the parking lot outside Monday night's Dearborn Board of Education meeting. After a crowd of concerned parents, easily more than 100 flooded the forum inside, creating a fire hazard. Individual parent has the ability to ensure that they have choice with the books. Uh, if parent chooses to opt the student out of the book, they can do that. Yeah. Wokeness run amok of craziness. People don't want to talk about this. Uh, and this is going to be much quiet. Parents are pissed and angry. Oh, it's a bunch of crazy, you know, right wingers. Uh, you know what it is? It's predominantly Muslims who are not thrilled by a lot of the stuff in these books. Uh, I don't know if you guys are aware of this. They're very serious about their dedication to said religion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they are. They don't want any part of this. They're like, uh-uh, uh-uh. No indoctrination, no wackiness, no lunacy. Sorry, ain't happening.
Right now, there are six books set to be reviewed by a team of media specialists. Among them, This Book is Gay by Juno Dawson, which explores sexuality through real-life stories and illustrations. We're not against anybody. We're not against homosexuality. We all have our beliefs, but this has nothing to do with that. We're here just to talk about the books and the pornography the rights inside of the these children. books. Yeah. People like, well, we're worried about the Arab uh, American Muslim population looking bad. Uh, and you know what they said? Don't worry about us. We got to stand up for our faith. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. If this was Christians, oh, this would be everywhere. We can't say that. Oh, my goodness me. <laughs> and some of those books. You don't need as a kid. Sorry. We don't need to see that. We don't need to hear. And I am fine talking about gender and all of these things to a certain extent. Right. You know, look, this is what's out there. These are the things that are going on. But we're, we're getting back to, you know, norm, some normal like way of here it is. There it is. I presented it to you. Here's the next subject. I presented it to you. We're, mo- we're not staying and living in these areas all the time. And age appropriate. When did that become an issue? I'm just curious. When did that become an issue? If I take my daughter to go see Halloween ends, she's four. It's not age appropriate. People are idiots and do it. People will be like, I'm out. I can't believe it. I can't believe you did that. That's horrible. It's bad parenting. Da, 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 da. But now if you say, you know what? That's not for my kid. Oh, it's because you're a homophobe or you're, you know, you're a transphobe or you're whatever. No, it's just age appropriate, right? It's the way it should be. And some of the stuff is indoctrination. Don't pretend it's not. Don't pretend it's not. And the book may have been written for one thing, but it's how these books and stuff are used that people should pay attention to. And that's the issue I think parents are having more and more. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Go to Rough Greens right now. Get a free bag of Rough Greens from Dr. Dennis Black. He's been a naturopathic doctor for over a quarter of a century. This guy was a Vietnam-era helicopter pilot. Uh, he was decorated soldier, Green Beret, airborne. He has done a lot of stuff, right? Like this guy has done just about everything you could think of. And one of the things he, he did was when he became a naturopathic doctor, his love of animals. He wanted them to eat fresh and better. And that's why he created Canine Vitasmart. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. Sprinkle it on top of your dog's food and watch what happens. Your dogs will be healthier. They'll be happier. They'll have more energy. It's awesome. It's done wonders for my dogs. and It'll do wonders for yours. He wants you to try it for free. You cover the cost of shipping. That's it. Ruffgreens.com slash Chad. Ruffgreens.com. Slash Chad roughgreens.com slash Chad. Get your free bag right there at Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C H A D B E N S O N. Does China have police stations in the United States? We shall discuss that straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. not a terrorist. I am not Antifa. I am not a sex slave that wears masks. <gasps> Don't be a cutie pie. 
probably sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. You're ruining my life, bud! Yeah, you haven't seen anything yet! You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. The experimental pop band Animal Collective hasn't had a whole lot of mainstream success, but after touring for about two decades, they've built up a loyal audience around the world. Touring is where a lot of bands actually make their money, but the group says the economic reality of touring right now is not sustainable. In a statement on social media, they cite inflation, currency devaluation, bloated shipping and transportation costs as factors, canceling their upcoming European tour. Animal Collective isn't alone. Acts including Little Sims, Santa Gold, Anthrax, and Stryker have all canceled tours or dates for similar reasons. Phil, Stryker's not touring! Aww. Were they touring with Anthrax? Now, I might go see that. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, You know who is touring? Blink-182. They're like, yeah, well, we're going to be fine. We'll sell out wherever we go. Right now. Go look. Again, if you here's the thing. If you're must-see, people will pay it. Period. Bad Bunny. Example number one. He's not playing arenas. He's playing stadiums and packing them up. People will go. If you're Animal Collective, people are like, what the hell is that? Exactly. I can't believe Stryker's not touring. Jeez. It's just a... Next thing you're going to tell me is more Karokas or anything like that. What do you mean Queensryche not going to tour? I got tickets. First of all, some of these bands, I'm thinking, where are you playing? Aren't you guys still driving around in a bus? Like one of those micro mini buses? It's not very nice, Chad. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. Twitter. Uh, we've been dumb when it comes to China. I'm going to say that right now. We've been absolutely so dumb when it comes to China. We allow them to buy land and property in places they shouldn't have any land or property around areas that, quite frankly, uh, they shouldn't have. But they're Chinese. Let me, let me tell you about you're never Chinese-American. First and foremost, you're always Chinese, as far as they're concerned. They're opening up police stations around the globe. Lawmakers here, GOP lawmakers, are asking questions about, what the hell are you guys doing? They've opened dozens of overseas police stations to help bring people back who may have done something. And that's the way they spin it. They're not here to do anything bad. They're, they're there to coerce you to come back and face charges. And they said, ah, yeah, you guys are yeah, you're making too much out of this. Let me tell you how it works. And we've had Mike Lyons talk about it. We've had uh, Gordon Chang talk about it. We've had a lot of people talk about it. China's game is long. It's a long game. You can come over here when you're 18 and they'll help you go to college and you fall in love and, you know, you marry somebody and you have a couple kids and you, you're, you're, you're as American as apple pie. These kids are born and raised here. Your wife, you know, she'd be a cracker wife and all of the things. And you might get a. Hey, remember when we sent you over there? Yeah, it was great. Da, da, da. We're just saying. You work at that university, right? Yeah, they're doing some stuff. We'd, we'd like some stuff. Here's a picture of your mom. They're not even pretending anymore. So to say, well, it's only about getting people that have committed some sort of crime in China back over there. Eh, 
They've got 230,000 people to return home. You don't think they're doing it out of the kindness of their heart. No, it's because mom and dad, aunt and uncle are in trouble otherwise. Otherwise. They said they're doing it as an attempt to combat the growing issue of fraud and telecommunications fraud by Chinese nationals living abroad. And they're persuading them to return in a voluntary manner. Yeah, sure. Sure. It's a long game. The fact that we allow this stuff to happen is ridiculous. Keep playing the game, kids. Keep doing the things we keep doing and watch what happens. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. You can tweet at us. You can uh, text the program. Love hearing from all of you. Check out our podcast if you miss any of the show where great podcasts are available you should find mine wandering around there on spotify itunes and many other players this is the chad benson show This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson a month from now we'll be waking up to accusations and lawsuits and whatnot and who's what because it'll be you know the day after said midterms and everybody will be licking their wounds and or celebrating will we get some surprises i'm assured we will get some surprises will we get accusations absolutely and then it's going to turn to the president of the united states which we've been telling you about for quite a long time. It's too old to do the job. It's getting ready to sell his 80th birthday. His 80th birthday is coming up in November. And the White House is trying to figure out, okay, how do we play this down? We don't want everybody to, 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 to look at him and see a number. It's funny because Bernie Sanders is older than him. And I don't look at Bernie and say, that guy's too old because uh, his faculties are all there. But for Biden, there's going to be a lot of questions. And one of the things you're going to see is last night he sat down with Jake Tapper and and he talked about, you know, a lot of stuff, right? Doesn't do this very often. And I think the reason is simple, man. The quicker, the the more we hide him, the better it's going to be. Uh, But the big thing, first and foremost, was a a recession. Top of mind for voters. J.P. Morgan Chase, CEO, said the U.S. is likely to enter a recession in the next nine months. Bank of America says the U.S. could start losing 175,000 jobs a month. Gas prices are on the rise again. Should the American people prepare for a recession? No. Look, they've been saying this now how every every six months they say this. Every six months they look down the next six months and see what's going to happen. It hadn't happened yet. It hadn't. There, there has there no, there's no guarantee that there's going to be. I don't think there will be a recession. If it is, it'll be a very slight recession. That is, we'll move down slightly. Is it possible we don't have a bigger recession? Yeah, I would like to think so, right? Uh, but the reality is, is uh, it's not just everybody. I mean, you guys have changing the rules of the game where you said, well, it's a recession. 
Normally, it's two uh, uh, quarters back-to-back that contract, and uh, we did that, but now we're changing it to something else. Maybe a little bit of that's fair, considering we had the weird COVID thing, and we've got this bizarre situation of low, low, low unemployment, 3.5%, and yet at the same time, uh, high inflation and going to be higher, but you say there's not going to be any recession. Let's go back yesterday. We're getting the way back machine. Larry Summers, Jamie Dimon, both smart guys, both when they speak, the markets pay attention. I think it's more likely than not that sometime in the next year or 18 months, uh, we will have a recession. They're likely to push the U.S. Uh, and you know, the world. I mean, Europe is already in a recession. And they're likely to put U.S. in some kind of recession six, nine months from now. Okay, six, nine months from now. So one says a year or so. The other says six, nine months from now. Uh, you don't think so. Well, that is what it is. Luckily, though, you've got the Inflation Reduction Act, which is a super helper, especially in the short term. We talk about the impact on families. The families are, they have reason to be concerned about energy prices. They have reason to be concerned about a whole range of issues. But look what we've done. We've been able to, the Inflation Reduction Act, there's more, look, I, I know I always quoted my dad, but my dad used to say, what, what, is there any breathing room for a middle-class family? And the breathing room is after all the bills are paid at the end of the month, they have anything left. There's more than one way to bring down the cost, monthly cost for for people who, in fact, are struggling. And that's what we've done with the Inflation Reduction Act. Oh, you have it. And every economist left and right have all said the same thing. Oh, maybe you might see a minuscule something or other happen, uh, you know, a couple, three, four years from now. But the reality is, is it's negligible at best. This was a big, giant grab for the green. Uh, but like you, all you have to do is a tie something to it that sounds like it's something. How many times have we talked about this on the show? If you want to do something, right, like doesn't matter what it is, and you're in Congress, what do you do? Right? You 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 pick one little thing, you know, right? like saving puppies from a life of crime, and you put that out there as your your bill, and it could be anything underneath it, right? It's like a dollar goes to that, and twelve billion dollars goes to other crap. That is exactly what this is a lot of it went to green and there you go and just like families are gonna have to do which is government should do 31 trillion dollars 31 trillion dollars is what we're in debt with higher interest rates which by the way we don't get a break on we're paying those higher interest rates as a country oh we don't get a like we don't get a special like you know break no we don't so we're paying higher interest the Inflation Reduction Act isn't all it seems that it is. It's a green thing. And that's what it was. And the government's going to have to do what families are going to have to do, which is eh, they're going to have to cut back. Government doesn't. Families are forced to. Oh, yeah. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. Some of the other stuff they got into last night was uh, the biggest story in the world, which still, again... Our world and the world, two separate things. My world, I go home at night, see my kids. They don't care what I do, right? They just want to hang out. We talk, you know, Jack wants to talk about hockey and his day at school. Charlie wants to talk about whatever she's doing, you know, at this point in time, you know, uh, which you don't know. I mean, I love her. I go home last night. God, the confidence in children. Have you ever noticed that? She comes running up to me. Her shirt is a little short, 
right? It's like, eh, she sh- we should have got rid of it six months ago, but for whatever reason, she still has it, right? She's got a little bit of her little belly sticking out. She's got cowboy boots on the wrong feet. Her hair's a mess, and she's charging at life. And I'm like, man, that's who doesn't want that, right? Now, if she's 30 and she's doing that, you're like, she might be special. But when you're little, you're like, that's confidence, kids. That's confidence. That's confidence. But the, that's, that's, that's life. That's our life. But the world is different. We're not living next to people that we're worried are going to invade us. What about immigration? Okay, we'll get that later. Who are trying to take our stuff. Who are trying to enslave our neighbors and to, you know, impose stuff. We're blessed. You think about it. If you're in Europe, right, you're not too far away from a madman. So Tapper got into stuff about Ukraine last night, which was needed. Because, again, the biggest story in the world and in an instant could change everybody's, hey, my life, this is me, I'm far away, this is the things I'm focused on, to, oh my God, we're all paying attention, because literally it went nuclear. What is the red line for the United States and NATO, and have you directed the Pentagon and other agencies to game out what a response would be if he did use a tactical nuclear weapon, or if he bombed the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant in Ukraine, or anything along those lines? There's been discussions on that, but I'm not going to get into that. It would be irresponsible for me to talk about what we would or wouldn't do. Have you asked the Pentagon to, to game it out, though? I mean, just in case? The, the, the Pentagon didn't have to be asked. And by the way, uh, I know you don't want to get into it, but there are many times when you just throw wacky stuff out there, <laughs> right? Like, oh, yeah, we'll totally fight. We'll fight uh, China uh, if they invade, you know, Taiwan. We'll do this. It's He says a lot of things, and, you know, it goes back to, is that just an old dude talking? You know, Jake Tapper and him got into about like the AIDS thing and will you run again? And he like basically, you know, it's another one of those things. So you want to come work out with me in the morning? <laughs> Y'all, I'll challenge you to a sit-up contest right now. More from a Tapper's interview uh, with Biden last night about the pooter. Do you think Putin is a rational actor? I think he is a rational actor who's miscalculated significantly. You, you may recall I pointed out that they were going to invade Ukraine. He talked about uh, the whole idea of to be the leader of Russia that united all the Russian speaker. I mean, it just I, I just think it's irrational. So if, if he's not rational and no, he, I didn't say he's not rational, you said the speech is. I think rational. I think the speech is OK. His objectives were not. I think he thought, Jake, I think he thought he's going to be welcome with open arms. You know, I, I, I'll, I'll say something right there in Biden to support Biden. I think Biden, that might be one of the best things that I've heard somebody say about Putin. His uh, foreign foreign minister was out the other day saying, look, this dude is, he, he's not suicidal. He likes nice stuff. He digs things, man. He wants cars and he's got suits and he likes to drink the nice, you know, the nice alcohol. He's got girls all over the place. He's got kids everywhere. He likes nice things. You know what the world to die? I think he thought it was going to be easier. And I think that was one of the most rational Cogent arguments made for Putin probably really did believe it. And here's the other thing. If you're in the military and you're in their intelligence, you're going in and you're giving the guy. Nobody wants to be the guy that delivers that bad news to that guy. So you may be going in there going, oh, yeah, these guys are going to roll over like that. Oh, the world's going to fall apart. Let you do whatever you want to do. Zelensky's going to leave town in an hour. Some of that they thought intelligence wise that may be happening. 
And let's be real, based on the uh, track record of a lot of the Europeans, uh, you know, uh, it's easy to understand why you think that would have happened. But then he got in over his head, and that's where he's at now. Question about, okay, what then with the pooter? I don't know what's in his mind, but clearly he could leave. He could just flat leave and still probably hold his position together in Russia. The idea that he's been able to uh, convince the significant Russian America of the, the Russian people that uh, this is uh, um, something that he thought made sense, but now he's accomplished what he wanted to do, and it's time to bring Russians home. Yeah, I don't think he has any idea what to do. And we're going to talk to Mike Lyons either tomorrow or Friday about it since the whole you know, bombing of the bridge. And he's just, he's throwing, now he's just lobbing missiles. But I, I thought those were some cogent thoughts there. You know, they must have given him uh, a, uh, uh, a one of those vitamin B shots early on. Like, this is it. We got to do it. Here's the time. It's a good day. He's clear-eyed. Let's get Tapper in here. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show's your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. It is Wednesday. That means we get woke. A lot of woke stuff to get to. A lot of woke stuff. Hilarious story about, uh, you know, the old, uh, if you go woke, you go broke. Well, guess what? California might have to make a decision about a naming of a college that has been around for quite a long time because they made a deal. And in their woke world, based on very little evidence, they're going to change the name of something. And that might cost him so much money. We're not talking about a little bitty, 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 bitty. We're talking about so much money. I would love to see that come true. A lot of other good stuff to get to as well. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. You know, we're talking about recession. Uh, what can you do in a time like this? Lear Capital, right? You know, silver, gold, precious metals. Uh, I talked to a guy yesterday. I wrecked the golfer out there in uh, beautiful Santa Barbara. You know, talks, oh, I, just, I, this, I like precious metals. I do stuff like this. It's always good to diversify, and Lear wants to show you what they can do for you. They're going to send you out an investor kit. They're going to sit down with you, and they're going to show you the options and the things that you can do by taking a little bit of what you've got and putting it into precious metals and coins and how that is a good thing, the physicals, if you will, owning the physicals, how it's a smart thing to do, especially to hedge yourself in inflation in times of uncertainty. They've got a 25-year amazing track record. They've got a trust pilot rating through the roof, and they want to show you that, hey, they do things differently, and education, first and foremost, is the important thing. On top of that, once you get the investor kit, you're going to get a 50-cent Kennedy silver piece. Take a look at it. Uh, again, just a good faith. You don't have to pay them anything. It's an easy thing to do, and the worst case is you're going to come out with a bit of an education. L-E-A-R-Chad.com. Go there now. Learchad.com. Learchad.com. Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. We're now learning more about how that historic test went. NASA giving an update. DART successfully changed the targeted asteroid's trajectory. Millions watched as the refrigerator-sized spacecraft locked in on its target. Actually slowed it by 32 minutes. NASA giving an update. Dimorphos was pushed into a tighter orbit around its companion space rock, locking it in place. That same method is what NASA hopes will be able to divert a killer asteroid should one ever threaten Earth. $330 million one year. 
Seven million miles away, we smashed a refrigerator-sized shkebobber into the side of this asteroid and pushed it a little bit over. Just pushed it a little bit over, and it went a little bit better than they thought. That's uh, that's uh, that's pretty good, right? You know, I think so. I mean, but I said yesterday, how do we know? <laughs> How do we know it worked? Well, they could see. Yeah, but do we trust them? I mean, do we trust anybody anymore? They're telling us it did, but I can't see it. Hey, that's a good question. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't, you know, I'm joking, people. It's great that we could do that. It's amazing that we can do that. It really is. It is amazing that we can do that. When you think about how blessed, how amazing, how incredible of a world that we live in, for all the stuff that's going on around the globe, for all the strife and the insanity... It is awesome to think, hey, uh, uh, we just put a thing the size of a decent-sized refrigerator smack dab onto a rock that was hurling its way through space, and we hit it perfectly, and we changed its direction somewhat. Could we do it for something bigger? I don't know what that bigger looks like. You know, I don't know what that bigger would be. And, you know, people are like, well, what, what, what if, uh, you know, like it would be years. You know, that's what they're saying. They're saying if something was a, a planet killer and it was approaching us, we would have years to put it together. It wouldn't be one of those things where it appears out of nowhere. In theory, we could have anywhere between three and 10 years to figure out how we're going to push it to a side uh, and just kind of oh, lay it by us. Three, two, three. 538-2423 at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. The fight still going on. It's ugly. It's nasty over there. NATO talking about all the stuff. Uh, and you know, it's and and again, trying to continue to push that, hey, we're all in this together. I welcome that uh, NATO allies uh, are providing uh, air defense systems. Um, that is extremely important. Yeah, and that would be America. Uh, the four that the Germans uh, have said that they were going to send uh, months and months and months ago have never arrived. Must have got lost in the mail. Uh, France talked a great game and has done nothing. Uh, the reality is simply, hey, America is doing a lot of the heavy lifting. I think the Brits are doing some stuff as well. Some of the other allies are throwing stuff out there. But at the end of the day, it's it's us. That's it. At the end of the day, it's us. We're the ones who are the industrial, you know, military industrial complex. Oh, yeah, I'm sure some of that. But it's also, hey, we're fighting a de facto war over there, right? That's uh, that's it. We're not even pretending anymore. And NATO's involved as well, because let's be real. These countries, you guys are much closer to him than we are. And so you've got skin in this game as well. So it's very interesting, though. I love it. So, yeah, the Allies are doing a hell of a job. And by that, we mean, mm, you know, it's like when you watch a game and a guy gets an assist. And what did he do? I passed the puck to the guy next to me who then skated around every player on the ice and went 90 feet and scored a goal. But I also get an assist. Okay. Chad Benson Show. Let's get woke. Chad Benson Show. It's 
independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. It is Wednesday. Hope you're doing well. Get you over the hump as we do each and every single week. You know, if you're new to the program, just joining the program, every Wednesday we sit down and we talk about wokeness. You're probably like, what is wokeness? Well, wokeness is is an interesting thing. We'll sit down and tell you about it, but it is invading your life every single day. And we've talked about it for years, that it is coming and it is going to get into every little bit of society. And by the time you realize it, it's too late. It's that time of the week where we break it down for you and get you woke. It's all right. I feel that way, too. It's all right. Let it out. Like, can we actually agree that women get pregnant and not men? How dare you? White women raise the white boys who grow up to be brutal, misogynistic, patriarchal tyrants. I am Kamala Harris. My pronouns are she and her. I'm a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. I'm mad as it's time for Woke Wednesday. Ah, wokeness. Ugly, nasty, uh, and not as inclusive as they would like to make you think it is. That's for damn sure. So what is wokeness? Wokeness is the evilness, right? Where you're such a, an amazing human being that you're woke to, to, to the ills of the world and you're going to do everything through your social justice to make things better. And what I said, and, and we talked about it for years, because, you know, it, used to, it started out as well, that's politically incorrect, right? Remember that politically incorrect? You would say someone's like, that's not politically, that's incorrect. It's wrong. And there's the PC culture. Well, the PC culture is given up to this ideology of wokeness that is permeating throughout a younger generation. And it is in every aspect of our life. And I, Joe Rogan had Tulsi Gabbard on yesterday, but one of the things they talked about was wokeness. And I'm going to play this for you. I want you to listen to it. Uh, it's about a minute long. But the things that we had talked about for years, happening he reiterates again of why when everybody goes why are you talking about wokeness because my local show that i do if you guys are new to the program i do a local show as well as a national show out here in phoenix do a local show my on-air host he is he doesn't understand it thinks it's stupid thinks it's not a big deal all the while every two days he has to sit through four hours of training on what things you can't say and unconscious bias and stuff and then he's like well maybe there is something to it there definitely is People were saying to me, like, why are you concentrating on this? Like, this is some stuff that's happening at mm-hmm. universities. Why is this even a, like, why are you obsessed with this? And I said, because this is going to spill over into society. Exactly. Like, you don't see this. Yeah. It's like, if, if, you, if we have barbarians that land in Hawaii and they start attacking, marauding, and they get in their boats and they start moving towards America... And you go like, well, hey, uh, I think this is coming here. Like, why are you concentrating on that? Exactly. This is only happening in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. No, they're f***ing in the boats now, kids. Yeah. They're yeah. in the boats, and now they've they've hit land. Yeah. And now they're burning through tech industry. They're burning through so many corporations. Because yeah. all this craziness is an accepted ideology in universities. Mm-hmm. So you let these children get away from their parents. My mom and dad, my mom and dad are and they're racist and fascist and this and that. And then they go to school, which their mom and dad paid for, probably, or they got crazy student loans mm-hmm. they can never go away from. Mm-hmm. And then they infect these corporations. Yeah. That right there is as real as it gets. And that's what happens. And wokeness is dangerous because it's an ideology that is playing around with human beings in a way that is based strictly on feelings and on goofy facts that aren't real. 
in so many occasions. It is no longer what you say, it is how it is taken. Even if you weren't involved in something, you could still be a plaintiff in the lawsuit of life based on your feelings. Again, tell me on the doll where the tweet hurt your feelings. But it's not just about that. I want you guys to listen to this. This is a scary is the best way to describe this. This is the class in Minnesota at the University of Minnesota. This is medical school. Having to take a pledge. Oh, it's the uh, Hippocratic Oath. <laughs> no. This is a pledge that they have to take now. We, the students of the University of Minnesota Twin Cities Medical School class of 2026, our institution is located on Dakota land. We commit to uprooting the legacy and perpetuation of structural violence deeply embedded within the healthcare system. We recognize inequities built by past and present traumas rooted in white supremacy, colonialism, the gender binary, ableism, and all forms of oppression. Ableism? Gender binary? That you're going to uphold Native American and, and, and all this, this, hey, you know what? We're, 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 gonna, uh, we're here for Western medicine, but the reality is these are the things we're going to do. We're going to get rid of the colonialism. And the gender binary. And by the way, yes, men can have babies. No, they can't. People who identify as men, say what you want. They can have babies. At the end of the day, what's under the hood is whatever it is. You can have a car that looks like a Ferrari, but if you got a Volkswagen engine, you got a Volkswagen engine. Okay? You can say, I drive a Ferrari. Okay, it's fine. But you got a Volkswagen engine. That's not very nice, Chad. So this is, again, this is a medical class. You're going to go with that. Give me the person that is, well, how should I say this? It's like uh, the person that's, that's here to do the job regardless of feelings, right? Give me that person. That's, that's just it. Give me the person that will say, hey, you know what? <sighs> the plane's having trouble, but, uh, and it's a female pilot. I, I, I'm the co-pilot. I don't want to get involved because really we, you know, she's here and, uh, you know, if, if I was to take over and she's going to crash us into to something, I could fix this, but that would be wrong and people's feelings would be hurt. No, give me the person that's going to land the plane safely. That's what I want. They're not done. The class of 2026 University of Minnesota's medical oath. We commit to promoting a culture of anti-racism. We pledge to honor all indigenous ways of healing that have been historically marginalized by Western medicine. We commit to collaborating with social, political, and additional systems to advance health equity. We recognize the importance of being in community with and advocating for those we serve. That's insane. That right there is insane. So you're against different medicine no i'm fine with different medicine fantastic there's an industrial complex in the world of 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 you know so many things but western culture and western medicine it works you may not like it there's profit there that's ugly that's fine but this is what you know and then they get into racism and equity it's just again it is who's that for who's that for that's insane that's wokeism. So when you say, why does it matter? Because it's here. When you say, why does it matter? Because that's why you have to sit through crap at work every single day that you're like, oh my God, that's why. And 
we've talked to a CEO. I forgot it was. It was probably when the show first started nationally about seven years ago. And I think it was the CEO of like one of the major fast food corporations or whatever. And he had written a book about culture and stuff. And he said to us, and we have talked about it since that day, no longer do CEOs worry about a dip in the economy. No longer do CEOs worry about a slowdown because of COVID, because of, of you know, shifting, you know, marketplace, uh, you know, ideas and, and trying to figure out how to adapt to that. Their number one fear and worry comes from wokeism and Twitter. Essentially, their HR. That is crazy. When you're not worried at this point about certain things, you're more worried about what? Human resources. That's a bigger pain in the ass. Human resources. Human re- it, it, it's, it, it's insane. It really, really, really is. And it's everywhere. Case in point, the military. You know, we get criticized, frankly, sometimes for being woke. I'm not sure what woke means. I think woke means a lot of different things to different people. But first of all, I would say if if woke means, you know, we are not focused on war fighting, we are not focused on readiness, that doesn't reflect what I see. We do have a wide range of soldiers in our army, and we've got to make them all feel included. And that's why a lot of our diversity, equity, and inclusion programs are important. Uh, When it comes to my military, I want the best. When it comes to my pilot, I want the best. When it comes to the surgeon, the doctor, I want the best. When it comes to my athletes, I want the best. When it comes to anything, I want the best. If the best soldiers you had are black, lesbian, transgender, if that's the best, put them out there. Shouldn't we want that? little meritocracy? Not anymore, kids. Not anymore. You know who that lady was? Secretary of the Army, Christine Wormuth. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's nuts. It really is. And it, it doesn't help. Inclusion and equity. Inclusion and equity is fantastic. You know how you're included in your equity? You allow it to happen naturally. Well, sometimes it won't happen. Sometimes it won't happen naturally. You're right. So do you force it in? No, it's, it's, it, it will give in time. It doesn't happen naturally the way that they want it to, so they put it into a position where it ain't right, and it doesn't work, and it fails, and it's forced. That's it. I go back to this, you know, the whole thing with, with, with Velma, right, and Scooby-Doo, right, now that she's a, she's a lesbian or whatever. Although apparently in another one of the new cartoons, because one's a movie and then there's a series, she likes Fred. And then people are up in arms about that. You're like, oh my God, it's a cartoon. Why do we care about the sex lives of cartoons? There's Pornhub for that. Oh, oh. You know why Modern Family worked? Well, there was a gay couple there. You know why it worked? Because first and foremost, it was entertainment. It was more based in reality. That's the reality of why it worked. It wasn't forced. When you force it, it falls apart. No. Yeah. Equity and inclusion. That's our military. 
I just, this is where we are, people. This is where we are. Why it matters, as we talk about it on Woke Wednesday, is because it's here. Why it matters, it's because it's arrived. Why it matters is because every day you go to work, how many of you self-censor something that is innocuous and is nothing wrong with it? But based on the fact that somebody may take something wrong with it, that's not even intended for them. Meaning you were talking to somebody else, your fear is you're going to end up in human resources and you're going to have to spend days and weeks in some training. That's why. Sad. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from you. A little bit more wokeness as we wrap it up straight ahead. This is the... Set Chad straight. Text the show. 323-538-2423. That's 323-538-CHAD. Someone has to do it. Might as well be you. The Chad Benson Show. The O-1. And Alvarez belts it deep to right field. Gibson goodbye. Unbelievable. The Astros a walk-off win. Jordan Alvarez a walk-off three-run homer. And the Astros stun the Mariners in game one of the division series. Ah, you know, it's funny. I was watching that yesterday because uh, I don't watch soccer. You know, I watch hockey when I can. Uh, I love football. You guys know that. Uh, but... Uh, Baseball is weird. I don't mind baseball. I just don't watch it. I think it's boring until it gets to, to to this time of the year. And I find it fascinating. And I find this fascinating. And that was yesterday's game. So Houston at home, down big at one time. I think 7-2 to to Seattle. Seattle claws its way back in. And there is not a lot out there. It's like a game-winning goal, a game-winning shot, a game-winning home run. But the one thing I will say... The NFL is action, it's strategy, it's awesome, uh, it's interactive, which is huge. Hockey's just action. Basketball, you know, basketball is action too, but I'm not really a fan of basketball. Like Baseball, though, has the one thing that I think the others don't have outside of playoff hockey over time, which is drama. And it builds, and it could be a slow burn, and that was it. So last night, the first round of the the divisional series. So the Phillies won in Atlanta. Houston won at home. Uh, the Yankees, the Yankees, and the Doyers won. Uh, both lead their series. And NHL kicked off last night as well. Rangers got a win, and uh, Las Vegas beat the Kings. My son will be disappointed. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. You know, we were talking about wokeness, uh, and I wanted to get to this. Didn't have a chance. So Hastings University, it's a law school. It's a UC school uh, in Southern California, I mean, in, in California. And it is it is so funny that in this woke world, you know, the whole joke, you know, you, you go woke, you go broke. Well, they are going to change the name. All right. So they're changing the name of Hastings, Hastings University because uh, the founder and the guy who gave all the money uh, to Hastings University, uh, he is, uh, you know, you know, 144 years ago, he's a bad guy, blah, 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 you know, that kind of stuff. The stuff that you get nowadays, right? You know, it's all, it's all evil. Blah, he's a horrible person. Blah, blah, blah. So 
there was a clause. So it is 1878. They come to the dude. And they're like, hey, dude. Hey, Mr. Hastings, you got all this money, blah, 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 blah. Uh, we're going to give you a, a, a we're going to we're going to give you an opportunity here to, 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 to have a legacy. I was like, oh, what's the legacy? Give us some money. And we will. Name a university after you. Library, the whole nine yards. So oh, that sounds good. Sounds great. How much you need? Hundred thousand dollars. It's a lot of money back then. So what did he do? Gave him hundred thousand dollars in gold to establish school. Eighteen seventy eight. But oh, we have to go back and do revisionist history. He's a bad guy. An op-ed piece promoted and uh, and financed. Uh, they said uh, this is an op-ed piece in the San Francisco Chronicle in two thousand, well, like seventeen, somewhere around there, that he against Native Americans and financed uh, Indian hunting raids that killed 283 men, women, and children. And by the way, the case is not very good and there's no way, when you look at it, you're just like, "Mm." but it's an easy thing to do, right? Old evil white guy. Here's the thing. He said, fine, I'll give you all this thing, but I have some stipulations. I'm going to be the dean, an heir, or representative would always hold a seat on the school's board of directors. And if you change the name of the school for whatever reason, you must pay me back my money with interest. 7%. Deal! We're never going to change the name. Well, new law passed, and they're changing the name. 2023. The heirs filed a lawsuit. How much would they owe him and the family? $1.7 billion, that's with a B, Dollars. By the way, he was a champion of civil rights back in his day. He was much more progressive than you would think. And a flimsy piece has done this. And I want to see if you go woke, you go broke. And if they have to pay that $1.7 billion, do you think they're leaving the name? Or are they going to do what they may have to do? If I'm the family, top, skip, damn, give me some cash. 323-538-2423. At Chet Benson Shows, your Twitter. Solid fun show. Got over you the hump. Have a great day. We'll do it again tomorrow as always. Night, night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.